This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Rhett Gillins. He's in the restaurant industry and he feels stuck. He wants to start his own software business. So congratulations, Rhett, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now in order to enter and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribed. Folks, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a business, nathanlacka.com forward slash send later is the name of the business. And I didn't want to give up equity to a developer because I'm a business guy. So what I did is I used a website to find a guy named He Shiming. I paid He over $12,000 to help me build send later. And the site that I am using now is called Topital at nathanlacka.com forward slash T-O-P. T-A-L. I will build Send Later into a big business and I will take it public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more later on in the episode. Nathan Latke here. Coming up tomorrow morning, you will learn from Rob. He runs and has helped 14 agriculture companies raise $32 million using his company agfunder.com. Top Tribe, good morning, everybody. Our guest this morning is Don Breckenridge Jr. He's the lifelong, he is a lifelong entrepreneur and co-founder of Hatchbuck, an easy-to-use sales and marketing software designed to help small businesses grow. Don, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right, tell us about Hatchbuck. Hatchbuck. What's it do specifically, and how do you generate revenue? Uh, Hatchbuck is sales and marketing software specifically designed to help small businesses grow their revenue. So it's a combination of a contact management system or a CRM plus email marketing plus marketing automation, all in one, easy to use and affordable and specifically designed for small businesses. So we'll talk about this later, but nine out of 10 small businesses fail. So I cannot wait to talk about churn and how you've managed to hopefully decrease that because I rarely meet somebody that can get to a healthy churn rate in the SMB space, right? Sure. It's tough. All right. So tell us about pricing. How do you generate revenue? What's your price point? Uh, price point started at about $59 a month and go up based upon number of users and contacts. Yep. And, uh, uh, and so that's, it's a subscription model. So it's a reoccurring revenue uh, monthly fee, although you can get a discount for paying semi-annual or annual. And I, I want, I, you know, this has been a theme with a lot of SaaS entrepreneurs, Don, that we've had on, but um, the smartest pricing structures I've seen in SaaS from the fastest growing companies, they always have multiple value metrics that would, that are used, that are tied to usage that encourage people to basically increase their ARPU or pay you more and more every month. So you've got a few of those. Can you talk about those for a second? Right. So currently our, uh, our price increases are really based upon the number of users and contacts because typically what will happen is a small business might start with say the $59 version or $100 version and and that gives you kind of a limited number of users and contacts they get in they start using it and they use it as kind of a uh, they might do go through a little bit of a test period once they start to see the traction and the revenue that can generate then they start to load in more and more of their contacts add more users and uh, and that it, it, creates increases in our average revenue per customer. Yep. So what is that currently? What's your average revenue per customer per month? 
Uh, it's uh, uh, just under $200 a month. Okay, so that's actually pretty healthy for, for kind of the SMB space. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, it's important that a customer, when they, you know, when they get up and running, that they start to see results. And once you start to see results, they're going to want to use more and more of the product. So uh, it, it helps to, uh, you know, to create increases. So what was found? What, what year did you build the business, start the business then? Uh, a few years ago. Uh, it was like 2012, uh, 2013? Uh, yeah, 2012 was, I think, when we, when we launched, mid-2012 mid is when we launched the and beta. And give us, tell us about some of the emotion behind it. Were you kind of in corporate and said you got to get out of here or how did it start? No, I had a, I had a SaaS company before this. We sold recruiting software to you know, uh, third party recruiters. And when I was there, we used Salesforce and Pardot to, uh, to grow our base of customers. And it worked great. We loved it, but we were paying between those two systems. We we're paying uh, six or seven thousand dollars a month. I mean, we had a pretty big crew, and uh, and I had three technical people on our marketing team to run it, mm. and uh, and so it worked great for us. But after we exited uh, Sendouts, I said, "All right, that worked great for us, but we had the we had the financial uh, resources and we had the people to run this. What's out there for small businesses?" And what I found was most small businesses are using Mailchimp or Constant Contact or an email newsletter system. And, and maybe some sort of lightweight CRM that's try, that they try to integrate or even just a spreadsheet or Outlook or sure. Gmail. And, and I saw this huge gap. So I, I saw those small businesses using email newsletter systems and I saw the engagement going down on email newsletters because everybody gets a ton of them. Yep. And what the world is moving to is a more personalized approach. Well, a small business if they would want to move up, there really wasn't much in the market if they wanted to move up from those systems to do a little bit more. And so I saw the gap and and that's uh, that's when we decided to create a hatchbuck. And, and so, so how many folks have kind of switched over or started using you? How many unique customers are you guys at now? Yeah, I mean, we've got uh, over 4,000, somewhere between 4,000, 4,500 uh, users on the system mm -hmm. and, um, and, and somewhere between uh, probably about 1,100, 1,200 uh, customers on the system. Uh, sorry, what's the difference between that 1200 customers and the 4500? Oh, because you uh, we have multiple users per customer. Got it. So the 4300 number is users. So you have an average of what four users per customer? Uh, yes. Yeah, Something yeah, like yeah probably a little bit less than that probably about an average of maybe uh, uh, three and a half. Okay, yeah. so so hey, take us back uh, before we get into economics on on customers. Take us back. Would you this is always embarrassing. What was your first year revenue? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. It was uh, first year revenue it had to have been I, I don't remember. It probably two hundred thousand, hundred thousand. Okay, that's actually not bad for first year, right? I mean, it was it was pretty low. How'd you get it going? Did you was this your own capital you put in, or did you raise capital? Raised capital. Uh, well, at first I self funded. Um, how and, much? How, how much did you put in before you took outside capital? Oh, I don't know. Um, several hundred thousand. Okay, and uh, then what'd you raise? Uh, and then we've we've raised over five million since. Okay. And what is, has that all been uh, equity rounds, or did you do convertible notes? Um, no, well, I've got a small convertible note, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's all been priced, uh, priced rounds. Got it. Got it. So what was that series A or ser you got up to series B? No, actually that's, I would say it's pre series A we've, we've raised that over the past few years. And, um, and so, and so I, we haven't had like one tranche that's been a series A. Uh, you've kind of done the, kind of the open, kind of the rolling, kind of the rolling raise, right? Yes. I mean, we're pretty close to our investors. Yeah. And, and so uh, our, our current investors, our original investors have continued to support us as we've needed more capital. And, they've, and, and the great thing is that over time, they see us perform and, 
and, and so they're encouraged and, and they are happy to put in more money. Yeah. Well, hey, their opportunity cost is to put it in a market that ha- is paying no interest rate right now. So, <laughs> yes, well, that, uh, uh, that, that's, that's true. Yeah, I'm, but, seeing, I'm seeing that trend among many, many angels. Right. It definitely, uh, uh, it, yeah, the, the market has helped. I mean, uh, uh, money is definitely flowing into SaaS businesses. It's a yep. very attractive business to invest in. Yep. So what is you, uh, you said first year revenue was somewhere maybe around 200. What did you guys top out in 2015? 2015, uh, just under 2 million. Okay, under 2 million. So you're doing, you're, you're yep. at a run rate in December of 2015 of somewhere around 160-ish? Uh, probably a little bit less than that. A little um, less, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was probably close to like, oh, yeah, a little under 2 million. And then is the math, uh, before we talk about kind of the churn question we brought up at the top of the show, uh, is the math as simple as doing 1,200 customers times the $200 ARPU to get what your, somewhere around what your MRR is? So about 200, uh, about 240. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're about two and a half, a little over two and a half million of, of uh, ARR. Uh, as of so, today? So we're still a small, yes. I mean, we're still a small, fairly small company. Yeah, but but that's still done. I mean, you got to give yourself a little pat on. I mean, that's about 208. If you're, if you're currently in August or September here of 2016 at a $2.5 million ARR run rate, you, to divide that by the 12, you're doing about 208 grand per month. That's a healthy little business. Yeah. 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 Very good. Okay. Um, okay. Talk to me about churn. I talk to folks that service this space all the time and churn is such an issue. Right. So whenever you hit the micro or the small business segment, um, churn is definitely going to be an issue. Uh, we've had a lot of experience. Our team here is the same team that, uh, that started and grew sendouts, and we were hitting small businesses then. So we've been doing this for, gosh, since 2000. So for 16 years. The, there are a lot of keys. It's not, there's not one magic bullet to killing churn within the SMB space. It's multiple things. Obviously, the most important thing is to have a product customer fit. Yep. You, you've got to really understand the, the customer and then provide the product that they need that provides a solution. And in that, you've got to get away from trying to boil the ocean and serving everybody. So we've tried to really focus in on who our customer is. And our customer is a small business owner, who is uh, doing B2B. So we don't have a lot of B2C, okay. um, and, but B2B and has maybe like one to 10 employees uh, under a couple million dollars of revenue. And, and I could go on and on. So we really uh, started to develop the personas of, or really we got down to the persona of our, of our ideal customers. So that's the, that really is the first thing to, um, to decreasing churn. The what other, do you add, Don, real quick, just before you, you kind of share the lessons, what is your, what's your current kind of gross customer monthly churn? So, yeah, I, well, I don't know if I'm going to put it on a podcast, but it, it is definitely, it's... Uh, like 8 9%? Oh, no. I'd be out of business if we we're 8 or 9%. Well, you, you were hesitating, so I thought I'd answer for you and make it easier. So you're, you're, you're somewhere, hell, you're 4 or 5-ish then, huh? Well, I, no, we're less than that, too. Well, why I are you, why are you so hesitant? percent we're, we're around a 3% of churn, but why did you hold back? Well, cause you never know how somebody takes that. You know, people, I'll tell you what, here's the issue. That's not bad though. I mean, that's I know, but if somebody doesn't know churn, I mean, if somebody doesn't know SAS, they don't know how to take that. And they, if they don't know the SMB, like in the SMB space, you'll see an average of three to 7% churn. Oh, sometimes higher. And sometimes higher. Yeah. And, and, um, and so we've done a great job of pushing that down, especially our MRR churn, our revenue churn is yeah. much lower than that. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So and, if you do your net, if you do, if you tell me your net monthly revenue churn because of how you upsell your current customer base, I imagine, I mean, are you sub one? Yes. Yeah, that's great. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'd love to get it to zero. I know that HubSpot recently, I think in the past year hit 0% revenue churn. And that was, a, that's a big, that's a big milestone. Yep. And, and so, yes, because of, um, we try to reduce our customer churn, but you know, you're going to have, you're going to have customer churn, but if you can create a path for upgrades, then you can get your revenue churn. Uh, you can get your revenue churned down. Yeah, I have had, let me see. So I've had three or four companies on that have managed to get to negative monthly revenue churn, which means they upsell more to their current customer base than what they lose in all their customers. And I have never, none of those companies, Don, are in the SMB space. It's all enterprise. So like Cirrus Insights in episode 226 is an example with negative 2%. But the only reason they do that is because they have such a big inside sales team and their upsells are huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, now we do have an inside sales team ourselves. Really? At that price point? Yes. That's a, yeah. that must be expensive. What's your CAC? So I, well, I don't want to tell out on the uh, on the podcast, but um, but I'll tell you that. So we have it. We're fully inbound marketing. We don't do any outbound. So we pull, um, you know, we do uh, 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 we produce a lot of content on the Web. We do some PPC and so forth. We draw people to our website and then they do demo requests. And then we have an inside sales force that will provide a demo and close. Mm -hmm. And so we've got a really good model for that. And, and yeah, and it works really well. So we're, I mean, we're really, really efficient at it. And, and like I said, we, we've learned what we, from, uh, from our previous company send outs, um, we've learned how to do it well. Don, relative to your lifetime value as a CEO, what's your lever? How much are you willing to spend on CAC? What's the ratio? Uh, well, I try to keep to a, a three ratio. Okay. I mean, I know that that's kind of a SAS rule of thumb. Yeah. Yep. Um, but also that the, you know, the tough part is when you're looking at lifetime value and you, and so forth, if you're using your MRR churn rate, you know, you're and if that bounces around a little bit, especially when you get into, um, in anywhere from the, you know, zero to 1% rate and that bounces around. Yeah, it starts you know, looking crazy. It, it does. It does. It, it becomes very difficult to, uh, um, yeah. To nail that down. That's where like assumption sales and Excel sheet can be dangerous, but you still have to do it because it, it gives you at least a it it sharpens your gut. Yeah, that's right. And you you, know, you really have to use an average over several months and, and try to average it yeah. out. But um, but yeah, we've got it. We definitely have a healthy um, a healthy ratio. What is the? Yeah, I mean, I'm just doing the math. I mean, if you do one divided by point zero three, which is your gross you know monthly customer return, the average customer stays with you for about thirty three months, and then multiply that times your MRR or your ARPU, two hundred bucks. I mean, you got a lifetime value of over six grand, I think. So I mean, you you according to your ratio, you're willing to spend up about to about two grand on acquisition. That's right. Yeah. I mean, which is, I mean, that makes sense in terms of you have an inside sales team that fields the inbound stuff. Um, what else goes into your CAC? Do you do a bunch of uh, paid media? Um, yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, we do a mixture. I mean, it's, we have a ton of channels and we're, we measure everything. Um, but yeah, it's mainly we produce a lot of content on the web, a lot of white papers, a lot of uh, 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 courses, yep. you know, um, marketing courses. And then we do some paid, uh, paid medium, all this, all that media, all this stuff that you would expect from, you know, like uh, Google AdWords and yep. Bing and so forth. Um, and wh where's yeah. home? I meant to ask this at the top. Where's home for you guys? St. Louis, Missouri. So, oh, very cool. And what's the team size? Uh, we've got uh, um, about 30. 30. Okay, good. All in Missouri? No, we've got some, we've got, um, some remote also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, hey, before we wrap up the show, real quick, the, you said the when was the last kind of uh, I guess we'll call it a batch? Your last batch of that five million in funding. When did that come in? What year? Uh, what month? 
um, just recently. recently. And, and so, yeah, we don't, uh, I mean, we're going through, we're always going through, you're always raising capital that never ends. And, and so, you know, we've, and it's kind of a rolling, um, you know, we will, we'll open around and then it'll be rolling for a yeah. little bit. I was building up to a question, but I'll just ask it. Uh, so if constant contact or sorry, EIG, which now owns constant contact endurance international group, if they came to you and said, Hey, we're willing to pay you, let's give you a five X on top line annualized MRR. So about 10 million bucks. Do you take the deal? No way. What, what, so what, what's your goal with the business? To just to grow a great business. And here's the thing with these SaaS companies, you spend several years building the foundation, building the product, building the team, building everything. And then once you get to say one, $2 million of, M- of ARR, then you, then the goal is to grow and scale the business. Cause then all you have to focus, I mean, you have to focus on everything, improving everything, but you can put a lot more focus into customer acquisition. So I'd say that uh, we're in that, we're now entering that, that kind of that scaling phase and and so there's there's no way we'd entertain that sort of offer. What's month over month revenue growth about? Oh, we you know you look for we definitely look to to double year over year. Okay, so what you're so, looking at like like you know you know seven to nine percent month over month. Well, that actually would be a lot more than doubling year over year. Seven. Um, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's cumulative; it, it compounds. Yeah, right. So right. what do you do month over month? Like five so, percent? So you look at a five, six, seven percent. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Well, hey, Don, if people want to follow you as you continue building this business, where's the best place for them to connect with you online? Uh, Just to go to hatchbuck.com. All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at nathanlatka.com forward slash send later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. And what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at nathanlatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Very good. Top trip will link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 449. Again, forward slash the top 449. All right, Don, before we wrap up, it is time for the famous five. These are five rapid fire questions. You ready? Sure. Number one. These are easy. These are like not numbers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, uh, good to great. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now whose name is not Elon Musk? <laughs> there is Jason Lumpkin. There, good. Okay, that's good. Have you guys raised from him? Is he an angel? Uh, he is not. I wish. He, yeah. I think he's great. Well, he's got he's got powder. That's for sure. Number three. Uh, uh, what is your favorite online tool like HostGator? Um, favorite, uh, uh, Lean Canvas. Lean Canvas. Okay, I haven't heard that, so I have to ask what to do. Or it's Lean Stack. It's really your one pager on your business. Because because it helps you to whittle down to your core of you know who do you serve 
what's your what solution are you you know are you providing so forth got it okay Uh, it's so important to keep going back to that over and over yeah Yeah. and it changes yes number four yes or no do you get eight hours of sleep every night no And and what's your situation are you married single you have kids I'm married with kids. I, 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 you have like two, three, four. I got two kids. Two. I always people always go, why do you ask that question? And it's because listeners are always compare. I know you don't want to compare, but they're always like, well, I wonder if they have a family, so he can't do a startup because he has a family or whatnot. So I always ask that. So you have two kids. You're married, and how old are you? Forty-three. Okay. So last question. Take us back twenty-three years. What do you wish your twenty-year-old self knew? Oh, uh, um, I, I wish I would have gotten a mentor earlier to work with me. Um, on this and not had to learn, you know, by fire so much. (laughs) Top drive. There you have it. Get those mentors early on from Don at Hatchbook. They're changing the game when it comes to email marketing, CRM management, and more for SMBs with a surprisingly healthy monthly, uh, gross monthly uh, uh, customer churn number at less than 3%, serving over 1,200 customers, 4,300 users, 5 million raised, 2 million bucks in 2015 revenue up there in St. Louis, Missouri with his team of 30 folks. Don, thanks for taking us to the top. Great. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to yesterday's where the entrepreneur took the very popular YouTube video Day of Glass by Corning and brought it to life. He's done $1.2 million in revenue and he's raised $1.8 million on top of that. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.